You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another awesome edition of Wednesday Wisdom. I'm your host, Amy Lee. And today I have a super awesome guest joining us all the way from Down Under. I'm sure they hate when we say that, but we never get enough of it, right, as Americans. She is here, you guys. It's almost two o'clock in the morning, and she is here with us. I am so excited for you guys to meet Sarah Alexandra, Alexander, the ecstatic coach, in just a minute. See you then. Welcome back, everyone, to Wednesday Wisdom, which is now going to be called, big, big announcement, the Dream Design Podcast. Super excited to talk to you guys more about that in um, the time to come. But enough about that. Let's talk about my guest today. She is amazing. I met her on Facebook, and her energy was so powerful. And I was like, OMG, I need to get you into my group. I need to get you onto my stage. And she is here. It is two o'clock in the morning, y'all. Make some noise for Sarah Alexander. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Amy Lee. How are you? I am so good. And how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm trying new things. So oh thanks so goodness. much for inviting me. Yeah, you this is not awesome. not me to get up at two o'clock in the morning to be on TV. Oh my gosh. Well, it's so good to see you. So tell us. What is, oh, hello, phone. Sorry. <laughs> Tell us, what is an ecstatic coach? So basically an ecstatic life coach is somebody who responds to their world. So most of our human tendencies are to react to everything, right? <laughs> A lot of things can throw us off in our, in our energy field. But when you're truly at the seat of your power, there's nothing that can um, phase you. You become, um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to swear on this, but unfuckwithable basically. So, <laughs> you know, it shows you um, doing different things. Like for example, doing things in the middle of the night for me is the new thing that I'm trying. So yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> I love that. So what made you decide to do this work? Well, actually, it's just a creation of my life. So um, I moved to Japan Hello, people. Um, I moved to Japan in 2009 after I graduated um, with a Bachelor of Arts um, from Washington State. So um, I moved there and then I just kept following my passion, following my heart, following my dreams. And when I was living in Japan, I met a guy um, from Australia and 
it was a decision after I was finished um, teaching English in Japan that I was just going to move to Australia, even after knowing just one person, this, this guy at the time. So it just means deep, deeply tapping into your heart's deepest desires and saying yes to that when you feel the inspiration and intuitive pull for that. I love that. And you know, I mean, well, maybe you don't know, but that is something that I so, so value because I'm all about tapping into that soul vision, right? Like I believe that we came here with a purpose. We, we signed a contract. We said, I'm going to the earth school. I'm going to do the work. And we sign the contract and we get here and we don't remember any of that. Right. And it's our role over the course of our, of our childhood going into when we get, you know, a little bit older is to really tap into what is that soul's purpose that we came here to do and how do we continue to honor that while also, you know, kind of interacting with the minutiae of the day to day. Absolutely. It's nothing um, that we forget. It's not ever anything that's too far away from us. It's like, we can't forget it. Right. (laughs) So um, we just need to listen deeper if we're not hearing it yet. So thanks for sharing, Robert. Love that. Yeah, we've got quite a few people watching in the the audience. (laughs) And guys, by the way, if this resonates with you, if you are having fun um, listening to this, please feel free to share it out to your audience and to anyone you think would benefit from this conversation. We just got a pop-up from Facebook saying that they're having trouble streaming to Facebook Facebook currently has a bug that can cause this issue. They're working to fix this. Um, (laughs) Can you manually share this into, oh wait, where's it going? What is this? Is that the accelerator? Hold on. No, Sheena, can you please manually share this into the, um, into the DBE? Cause it's not, it's not sending there. So that's why we have a low follow count right now. I want to make sure those guys don't miss out on this. Um, Awesome. Okay. So, what do you feel like, because, you know, I'm all about bringing in people who are in search of their dream life and business. And I feel like what better way to, you know, give an example of this than somebody who literally is like, yeah, I am an ecstatic life coach. So what I want to know is kind of like, what made you decide that that was kind of going to be the trajectory? And then what were like some of the deal breakers like things that had to happen in your business and things that absolutely were like, no way that's not happening. Mm, okay. So there's a couple of things on the table here. So number one is that when I realized that I can live a life that is centered around my desires and my pleasure, um, that was a non-negotiable for me. I was like, why don't I want to do this? And By the way, centering your life around your pleasure and your um, own experience and your desires doesn't mean you're selfish, doesn't mean that um, you don't do things that um, make you feel uncomfortable, because that's also part of it, because I get a lot of thrill and joy and excitement out of the experience. Like my my living lens is, um, or sorry, my leadership lens is through the experiential um, embodied parts of my being. So um, So yeah, that was just a non-negotiable because after moving to Australia and dealing with depression and anxiety and having really super high on all of the the stress levels and the stress rates um, with my um, psychologist and with my chiropractor, I was like, okay, 
I understand that I need to listen to what brings me joy because it's also good for my mental health and good for everyone around me for me to follow those desires. So that was one of the things um, that I realized was a non-negotiable in my life um, and how I realized that. And in my business, I'm still learning the best ways of myself being supported and, and number one in my business. I really love that you brought Sheena in here into the room because we cannot be anywhere without our teams and without the people that support us. So hiring a team for me was essential. Um, speaking um, my truth to my team members about how I see my business and which direction I want it to grow was essential. So um, yeah, still learning, still on a lot of learning curves as, as far as um, learning about teams goes, because not everybody shares the same vision. So you also have to be prepared to walk away, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing too. So um, mm-hmm. a lot of people earlier on in their career, they or um, in the creating of their business, they don't realize that they actually can set the standard higher, even if that means leaving people. So that would be a massive one, if I could say anything for the, your audience today, um, for the takeaway, how it's, how it's difficult when you're in a rapidly changing world that, um, that you create. And that means that you have to sever um, either connections with people or have conversations where they're wanting to um, meet you and rise to the occasion. So... And I think, I mean, there's so many good points in there and obviously <laughs> wax on about this forever. But I think one thing that you said that's really important is that when you have relationships, relationships can not be a good fit and you don't have to demonize that other person. Like sometimes yeah. it's not an alignment anymore, but it doesn't mean that person doesn't have value. And I think a lot of times we spend so much energy trying to make the other side wrong to justify why the fit isn't good when we can just say it's not a good fit. You know what I mean? And, and I think another thing you said that's really powerful is that detachment, right? Not being attached to the outcome. So it's like, if, if I know that everything's happening for my highest good, and that's how it's going to be, no matter whether or not it seems to work out in like the it, moment yeah. for what I wanted, if I, if I have the presupposition that it's for my highest good, then I can detach from the outcome. And that's, I think, when the magic starts to happen. I realize I'm like going super deep. Exactly. No, exactly. Um, Because nothing really gets the meaning unless um, we make it matter and we give it meaning. So everything is neutral. And that's the thing that's kind of tricky for the human brain to understand because we're always grasping for meaning and we're always grasping for attachments. So that's one of the biggest things I've learned recently with the mentors that I'm working with is that um, however we see um, an experience is actually based on our conditioning. And there's, there's a creator behind the conditioning that I'm really developing an intimate relationship with at the moment, which I'm really enjoying. (laughs) So so crazy that you say that because it's like, for whatever reason, when we decided to be here now, right? Like we're having these downloads, this cognizance of, of truth that you can't explain away. We're not getting it from this teacher or that spiritual guide. Mm -hmm. It's coming directly in. So there's no negating it at this point. 
which is really interesting because you're starting to see society come around to the, to the normalcy of this, right? Like you see on your Facebook feed, you can see ads of like modern witches, you know, and like people got hung for that. Like yeah. 300 or however, however many, 300 years ago, I don't know, four, 500 years ago. I don't know. I can't, I can't math like on, on a dime, but now it's like in people's Facebook feeds because we're coming back around to this alchemical geomantric, you know, geomantic, not mantric society where this is starting to become the norm again. And it's just so fascinating. Like you're talking about, you know, connecting with that creator energy. There's a very real download that's going on where it's like, there was, or there is an entity and there's everything else is this pixelated that, that has the feeling of having a humanistic experience. Right. But it's still, it's still the thatness. And so that connection, that intimate connection is that, that part of the whole, it used to be like, well, maybe that's how it is, but we don't have maybe anymore. Now we have absolute knowing. And it's mm-hmm. just really, you're like, um, Emily, did you really take it there? Mm-hmm. No, I did. No, I did. No. Um, yeah. I'm finding it fascinating um, what you're sharing. And because um, I'm not sure exactly uh, where the people that are going to hear this and where the people we're going to meet will, will be on their journey with this. But um, one of the ma- major things for me was that um, I really needed to step out of like self-judgment or mm-hmm. um, or self-judgment. And like the, sometimes in our, in our experience, there's a time when we even make our experience wrong or make what we say wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like when we do that, we really can't harvest the gems of the present moment because if we're in judgment, judgment is a contracted energy and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna um, suppress anything that's available at the moment. So um, a much more expansive thing is to be like, oh, leaning into something, oh, that's curious or like, yeah, like, of course, like you ability to have your own show, TV show and express that thought pattern is fascinating to me. I'm just like, yeah, she's just wanting to share that. And if I'm following or not, it doesn't matter because it doesn't take anything away from your expression. And that's how powerful our expression is when we're actually standing in the truth of what it is and um, we're not making ourselves wrong for that. So I love that. It's like one of my favorite things because that was huge for me to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to pull cards for people. Like that's, that's, <laughs> I'm so, that's crazy. But I think that one of, one of the pioneer jobs of mine in this earth school is to bring the, to, to, to kind of bring around the mainstreamness of all this stuff. Like I'm starting a new movement, Sarah, you're welcome to be part of it. It's called Woo Chic. And basically <laughs> the like the, the alpha female like totally like business all business you know very like high performing who's also tapped into her spiritual side that into oh, yeah. knowing without having to be like out to lunch so to speak you know like you don't have to be living on an island like you know dancing to like i don't know like it it doesn't have to be a complete expression of otherness in mm-hmm. order to be integrated, I guess, is what I'm saying. And I oh, think yeah. that's kind of where we are. You know what I mean? Like you and me, no one would know that we're into what we're into until we open our mouths. 
Yeah. And it's, and it's more about um, receiving and less about um, it's less, it's really less about um, it's just about this listening and receiving. So it's, it's not like people try to make it out there because that's um, you know, or not people try to make it out there. People may feel like it's out there, but it's simply just because it's um, it's not a, a frame of reference that they're, they might be familiar with yet. So um, it is what is underneath when we strip away all the self-doubt, criticism, fears, um, because it's, it's difficult to ignore, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everybody has it. And that's also, um, yeah, we can see that in animals and, and people as well. Because there's there's the language that's beyond the language that's just the felt, um, and you can really feel the intention and the power of um, of people's energy behind their words when they're speaking truth and when they're listening to what is alive for them and speaking that through their experience and through their mouth. It's like that's when you land with people. Yeah, and that's when people like. When they start to think about, um, let's say, hearing these voices or believing in um, and some information that's coming through them and trusting it to express it, right? They might start to think, okay, am I crazy? Is this me? Is this not me? But really, like, you know, if you're hearing it, it's it's for you, you know? Yeah. And other people can benefit from that experience, too. So tell me just before we like slide down the rabbit hole anymore, because we yeah. So tell me kind of like the work that you do. Like tell me a little bit about what that looks like. Oh, Sheila's here from Maui. Hi, Sheila. Hello. Yeah. Tell, so, tell me more about the work. Yeah. So the work grows and changes as I grow and change, and I give it permission for that. Um, and the journey that I'm currently on is um, with finding this more sovereign power in myself and uh, allowing others to join me alongside the journey. So what this looks like for us is um, basically devoting to our heart's desires. So a lot of people have big desires and as you work with them, big dreams, right? But they have um, these shame patterns or these judgments or the shoulds get in the way, right? The shoulds shit on our dreams, basically. So um, when we... Uh, when we step away from that and we think, well, okay, so if I wanted to create a blank canvas and put all my desires on it, what would that look like? And um, then also start to notice what is, what is us and what is our conditional patterns, you know, human society. Also a big one is what other people will think. I love that one (laughs) because that really stops a lot of our um, progress in, in its tracks. So we start to say, okay, well, you know what? Guess what? That's not your voice. That's your parents' voice. Or guess what? That's not for you. That's, that's the fear. It's going to stop you. Um, so then really um, tapping into these, what we call like four horsemen or whatever. So the victim, the saboteur, the prostitute, and the child archetypes. So seeing what's you, like actually you and what's, that voice and separating ourselves from the shadow voices is the process that I take people on. And then finally, um, in the, in the um, journey I'm planning right now, then we have a chance to um, join me for a lover seat coaching experience and we get to decide, you know, 
who's in charge now? <laughs> do you want to listen to them or do you want to listen to us? <laughs> and uh, that's going to be super fun. The doors for that experience open on May 1st. So. Oh, right. Sorry. Yes. So to get in there, you guys, is this link, which um, hmm. it's called Sovereign Speaks. So um, I love running three-day challenges because it gets me a chance to interact with my world and um, and really lean into my trust on a deeper level to bring through, as we were talking about, bring through the wisdom as it's coming up to speed. And I always get so many downloads by running these challenges. So that's what it looks like currently. I love that. So that's what I'm lit up about because... Um, yeah, I've done so many things over the years, but that's the reason why when, when Amy asked me, how do I introduce you? I was like, oh, I hate labels and I'm like not really pigeonholed. So um, I, I really feel like my current role is to be a fire starter for people's genius. So um, when we when we take away those other parts, we get the pure genius. And that's literally what I live to do. So. <laughs> And I think that's me too, right? I mean, yeah. I'm a dream design coach, so I help people figure out what they really want and like ignite that empowerment in them that, that that's been suppressed. That yeah. you know, um, I was talking about this the other day, um, but Henry Ford wanted to make the book Think and Grow Rich illegal because he was afraid that there wouldn't be anybody to run the assembly lines. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, there's this very real knowing that everyone has access to, but for some reason, there are entities, which, you know, are neither here nor there, that are committed to keeping this information at bay. And it's like, if those entities had the knowledge of the, of the abundance and the abundance mindset and all of that and the law of attraction, law of vibration, you'd think that that wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? You'd think that they'd go, oh, well, if we all have enough, then who who cares? But there's like this internal struggle, which again goes back to that like nuanced path kind of that we're all on that seems like it's a personal experience, but it's actually that pixelated experience, right? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't quite know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know, but I'm willing to learn. Your subconscious. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So what I believe is that I'm the only one creating. Because mm -hmm. that's what I decided. <laughs> so it's really freeing when I when when I, we make those decisions. That's another thing that I love embracing with my clients. It's like, what do you want to decide? And how is it gonna look for you in your reality? Like you've created this amazing reality and you get to live in it. And this is what you help other people with. Like how cool is that? Right. Mm -hmm. And you get to say what goes. So yeah, there is nothing else. You can't like buck up against somebody. If you guys are both living your reality, um, it's something might just not be in alignment, but it's not like, you know, there are a lot of people watching this, which tells me that they probably are sharing it because they're like, there are these two chicks and they're totally <laughs> quantum metaphysics at noontime Eastern. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Goodness. So, so the decision is very powerful. 
the decision to be here, the decision yeah. to share, decision to not share. And do you ever feel like, what was I thinking when I chose this time to be here? Like, do you ever just feel like, was I like a masochist? Like what made me think that now would be like, I just look at myself sometimes and I'm just like, really? Of all the time <laughs> you here and this is what you picked, you couldn't pick like the, like the fifties after the war, like you had to pick now. Just... Uh, oh, this time now, hey? Oh, I, I really do enjoy the sixties and the seventies because of the nostalgia of that. Um, my mom and my dad both had a Volkswagen Beetle and I grew up listening to a lot of, you know, the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, the Rolling Stones was my first concert. So I would pick that era um, when I, or if I pick again, you know, cause who knows, I'm willing to be surprised by that. But um, no, I actually really am enjoying this time. I really am enjoying this particular experience because all of the work that I did leading up to um, the COVID situation really set me up for um, not just surviving, but thriving. I mean, this time, this ride we've all been on has been no greater teacher to teach us our relationship with fear-based patterns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So oh, regardless, it has up-leveled us in, in, in ways that we couldn't even imagine, right? Mm-hmm. And as well, um, I'm really fascinated recently with the whole human experience and AI experience, right? Because here in Australia, I don't know where it's like where you are right now, but here in Australia, you actually have to get on your phone and look at the menu and order from your phone and restaurants now. So you can't even sometimes have an experience with the waitress because everything's being outsourced <laughs> to not us, to technology. So I find it so fascinating about how um, everything's changing. We are, you know, you know, isolated, right? Seemingly isolated when online spaces are thriving. And, and what this means for human connection going forward in humanity. I am just so fascinated with it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm really enjoying learning about this time. So I think I would choose to be here. And I would choose again, you know. So Yeah, I think, I think so for me, my first real download, like my first like can't deny it has to be happened right before, right, I guess right at the beginning of COVID. Because, well, no, it was actually, it was right before. It was it was during the Super Bowl in America with the, the fight between the, the dressing, the ladies or whatever. And mm-hmm. I remember how, like, the information that was coming in, it was like, no, this is, this is true. And I remember going live in my group and being like, guys, like, the shadow doesn't want to integrate. Like, the, the external shadow of this planet does not want to integrate. And it's going to do everything it can to hide in this party and that party and this, you know, this cause and that cause, and it just doesn't want to integrate, but we're going to have a giant something that's going to happen. That's going to cause all of this to come out once and for all. And I like made this live about it. And then like two weeks later, COVID-19 happened. And I was just like, there's no way that I like, that can't be a coincidence. You know what I mean? And so then those downloads were like, Oh, you like those? You want more? 
And then it started <laughs> happening. And what's interesting, and I was telling my husband this the other day, at first you hear this stuff and you're like, yeah, that, that's a possibility. And then it gets down the spectrum where it's like, okay, this sounds like, like I'm saying it and I believe it, but it sounds like a lie. And then like you say it a little more and then all of a sudden you're like, no, that that's absolute truth. And you can't remember like that trajectory for me anyway. Like I feel like I can't remember when I wasn't sure. But I know that there was a time when I wasn't sure. I just don't remember it intuitively. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I know you weren't prepared for this conversation. I was no, it's all clearly good. like, hello, ladies. Like, Please. Yeah. There is lots, there is lots of living and dying we get to do once we decide. Yeah. 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 And it's all a matter of perspective too, because um, yeah, there's, there's a part of me that, um, well, there's a strong part of me that like thinks that she knows it all. Right. But then there's the, another part that's more leaning into like curiosity and not sure. And like, and like, oh, you've had that experience. That's cool. I wonder if my experience will also um, grow and change in the way that yours has in that sort of direction, you know? And um, yeah, just being able to receive like, and, and what if you knew basically that you could never fuck it up? Or what if you knew that you were never wrong? What if you always trusted, right? So you were saying how, sorry, you're, that's so weird. I'm like, okay, so now I got to point this side, which is actually <laughs> the opposite side. So you were just saying how you don't remember now when you didn't trust yourself, which is beautiful because so many people are on the journey of learning how to trust themselves and then learning how to trust themselves deeper. And then you just forget what not trust was, was, was like. But I know and that I did because I yeah, grew up with narcissistic abuse, right? So I million yeah. percent didn't trust myself. My intuition yeah. was like, agenda, agenda, agenda. And so I know that that existed, but now I, I can't go back to it, which is really interesting. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Robert said, since leaving work in 2017, I feel as though I've lived many lifetimes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's the combination of it being the middle of the night for you and just me and you meeting like for the first time that we're like having this existential conversation with an audience. <laughs> Can you still hear me? Oh, you're muted. Okay. I didn't see that you were muted. Hold on. Oh, okay. Um, I think you just have to click at the bottom of the screen. It says mute. Thanks for that. Sure. <laughs> so it's so beautiful when we come to the place where, um, one, we begin to trust ourselves. Two, we don't make ourselves wrong for stuff that we don't know or don't try to jump on the timeline and be where we we're not because every single moment, even me, when I did like realize I muted myself, I didn't know how to unmute myself in that moment. You know, I didn't panic. I was just like, all right, so I need to ask for clarification here. <laughs> so I actually typed Amy, how do I unmute? Cause I realized I was muted. So it's like when we don't make ourselves wrong, um, and when we just simply keep moving through life and, you know, 
don't doubt that like, oh, I'm muted now because I used to have tech issues, Amy, and I used to freeze. I used to freeze so bad and so hard and get so frustrated that like nothing happened, everything shut down. And that's, and that's really, it's really amazing to see and notice myself and my experience that whenever we have awareness, we can understand, okay, we don't have to do it alone. We can ask for support. We cannot make ourselves wrong for the not knowing. Mm-hmm. We get to learn in that period of time. How beautiful is that? No, it's incredible. And, and what's <laughs> so interesting about it is we signed on for that experience. We literally yeah. were like, mm, all right, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to learn whatever. Like, this is what I want to learn, you know? And, and I have recently come into alignment with what it is that I'm here to learn, which is really powerful because, oh, hold on. Sheena says, I really love that mindset when we don't make ourselves wrong. Yeah. yeah. And again, or the experience really- we're having wrong either, because, you know, right. I could be like, oh, I'm on mute now. Does that mean Amy doesn't want to hear from me? <laughs> making it, you know, making it mean something as well. And then our mind jumps into, oh, why is she muting me? Does she not want to hear my voice? And so, yeah, can go both ways, not making ourselves or the experience wrong. Yeah. Unfortunately, I hadn't moved my hands, so there was no way to <laughs> mute you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just mean how our brains can jump around. Yeah, absolutely. Or like when people like have a message on Facebook and it's like dot 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 and you're like they're right they're not writing. They are writing. What are they saying? Is it really long? And like sometimes they just get stuck on that screen and you think they're <laughs> writing you like a 15 page, you know, paragraph. And and then they're like, "Oh no, sorry. I was just stuck I love in the chat window open." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the chat window open. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Ah. If you guys have any questions for Sarah, please feel free to put them in. That yep, we're right on time. So feel free to put your questions in. And let's plug that um that program again. So it's called what now? It's called Sovereign Speaks, and it's actually a free three-day experience with me. So I'd love to meet you, Robert, and everybody else that's on here. It's for um everyone's welcome, all genders, all bodies all sexual orientations. I just love um, teaching people, well, not teaching people, but guiding people to, uh, to their creator voice. You know, a lot of us, um, it's also about um, trusting our inner authority, right? So as you say, we can always look, oh, does that person have the answer? Oh, does that person have the answer? And it's like, we're constantly giving ourselves whiplash, right? Because <laughs> we're like, yeah. And uh, no, you've always had the answers and that's it. So when you get out of your own way and start um, really leaning into the fact that what if I can never be wrong? (laughs) I think think for some people it's deeper than that because it's not what if I can never, like for me, everything went down the tunnel into the one not worthy, like literally the not worthy Mm. place was at the bottom that was like not worthy of it working out, not worthy of abundance, not worthy of having a say, not worthy of existing. And that's really where it came from for me. So all of those works that you want to do, you know, you can do this and you can do this and you can overcome this. If at the end of that, the answer is, yeah, but you're not worth that anyway. You're not worth that work. That was what, and again, being from that narcissistic abuse background. Yeah. But at the same time, I see now that that had a purpose because that is what, me into who I was 
right? That's what made me able to do the work with people because I understood. And so like, yes, absolutely. There is this piece where it's like, you know, figure these things out, get into that sovereignty. But there is that piece of you that has to overcome the right to even do that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. You're speaking directly to shame and how shame is the experience when we've had that um, or when we've chosen that because we're always choosing, right? When we've, when we've chosen to have that experience and make it mean something to us because we were young and we didn't know better, then shame really divides us in our value because we start to say we are not valuable. Mm-hmm. And then the amazing thing is, is we get to decide how, how valuable our experience is, how valuable our life experience is, how valuable we are. And then, as you said, that becomes the foundation for the rest of our life from that moment of decision, right? So we have the context, we have the background, we have the journey that we've traveled, and we get to support people with that. So that's amazing and powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because I've definitely seen a lot of evidence of your value and your creations and your value and your expression. And um, yeah, it makes it uh, it makes it more personal, like it makes it more meaningful when when we've had um, those places to overcome in ourselves Mm -hmm. where, where we haven't wanted to live. And the more that I go through, you know, I'm doing NLP, um, master prac, I'm, I'm certified as a practitioner, but I'm doing master practitioner now, the more that I pull that stuff out and really kind of come to terms with the program that that is, the more yeah. that that becomes apparent for me. And I see it with my, I've always seen it with my clients, right? Cause obviously NLP is modeled after reality. So like I did a lot of things with them, but nobody's ever done that with me. So then when I do right. that with me, I'm like, okay, wow, like this is really powerful stuff. But again, you got to go back to that earth school. And it's like, did we preordain this back in that wholeness place that we were going to have this experience in this way, right? Did we program all of this into this reality? so that we could explain away the growth that we're doing. This is the construct we're explaining it with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're always choosing. So yeah, we get the experiences that are soul lessons and, and we really get to um, decide how far they go into our experience. So we can keep at the surface level or we can go real super deep we can get our scuba gear on yeah it's dark down there but there's so many gifts and there's angler <laughs> it's fish. Dis- yeah it's disorienting and uh you know we're gonna need some air <laughs> yeah. but uh it's way better with supports no i completely agree i completely agree yes that's true sheila we preordain the opportunity to be drawn to us So I have a question being the, Mm. you know, the old soul that you are, the higher density being, I mean, come on, you outed yourself. So that, that already happened. (laughs) How is it for you moving through, you know, three dimensional life? Like, how do you, how do you feel like, do do you feel like it's easy to kind of like go back and forth or do you feel like you struggle in that? Or like, what's your, what's your experience with that? 
Mm, beautiful question. So surprisingly, because, you know, we are, <laughs> we do sometimes live a dual life, right? Uh, my mentors and I have been working on my people problem. And it's funny because I have a love-hate relationship with people. And by people, I mean, I mean humans, because I, I do find it frustrating when humans don't decide that, like, to look at the fact, like, how powerful they are. Yeah. Like, of course, behind, be, beyond the human experience. But um, uh, it's, it's, it's like being in the game and we can only see the game. And then it's like going out and actually being the, the player, the player that's playing the game, right? So a lot of humans are in the survival stuck patterns of just seeing the game. And the game is survival. And the game is chasing tails and on the, on the pendulum and on the, you know, hamster wheel and all that. And then it's like, okay, well, you can actually play the game too. And um, so that's really frustrating for me. I sometimes find myself getting mad <laughs> at humans because I'm like, don't you see how powerful you are? But, um, you know, it's, it's all about their journey and it's all about their willingness to choose. And their and their um, because I also really respect and honor freedom and free will. So it's like that's when the, the, the side of me needs to be like, OK, zooming out. So because they're not choosing this right now, it doesn't mean it make anything mean about me. It doesn't actually matter about me. But, um, you know, just the fact that I wish more people would kind of realize that stuff, because as you noted um, through our conversation, just lots of lots of places where things could get better. Right. <laughs> and the only way I see things getting better is that when people decide that um, that they're the most powerful thing that they know, you know that nothing outside of them, no experience or person, place or thing has power over them. And then they but get to work. Think, I also think that there is a part of that that's an, a lesson for you too, right? Like yeah, for, for sure. you to really kind of tap in and say, okay, why does this matter to me? Like why yeah. am I so wrapped up in other people's self-actualization and how do I untangle that for myself? Yeah, for sure. So, so that's where I definitely struggle or have struggled um, is in the seeing that, uh, that it's all up to them just as much as it is up to me. So I get to choose what matters to me. They get to choose what matters to them. And we also get to make it not matter about our shared experience in that, in that space too. So um, the other thing about the human life um, is you know, walking it so far away from my family, I really feel like I became my person, my proper person when I moved to Australia and my mother, father, brother are in Washington state and my sister's in Canada. So you really find out more about yourself when you're, when you're removed from those, those identity supports. Right. So. Um, yeah. Same with me. I live in Savannah, Georgia and my whole family's in Boston. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's beautiful to have the spaciousness to, you know, create from that well, space. Well, and I think too, you know, you grow up with your nuclear family and you have this preconception that everybody is like this hierarchy of mom, dad, kids, but then you realize like the earth school is like a one-room schoolhouse and beings are of different densities, right? So like your mom could be like a lower density being and your child could be a higher mm -hmm. and so like 
they're in like fifth grade, but you're only in second grade and you don't realize this as you're going through this experience, right? Like you're yeah. like, you think that like mom knows and dad knows and the kids don't know. And it's like, sometimes it's the other way around. Like I know my son, he's 19 months. He doesn't sit up on his own, right? He's obviously not talking. He, he has a lot of disabilities, but I also know that he's a way higher entity being than I am. I know this. I've watched him interact with light language. I know that he knows things far beyond what I know. And that's yeah. not something that like the old me would be like, oh my gosh, I can't say that. Like my mom's watching, like, like, you, you know, like I, I would never say that. But the truth of the matter is like, that's reality. So we need yeah. to start like bringing reality into non-reality. You know what I mean? Like they have yeah. to switch places, I think. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's amazing to to have that experience and see, you know, how the different generations decide to express and how how they're um, how they're connecting with their own reality, right? Mm -hmm. And then what would make that mean or matter about us or our experience? <laughs> yeah, so, no, for, sure. for sure. Yeah, it's super powerful, and um, I just really love the fact that. Um, I'm starting to hit the wall a little bit. I know. It's okay. <laughs> it's I'm probably not helping because I'm taking it there. And I don't know why I feel inspired to take it there, but I'm taking it there. And I apologize. Beautiful. I will, I will bring no, us you back. don't have to apologize. I will ever. bring us back to earth. No. Um, yeah. Just what I was feeling was uh, how the other day I felt like I can't like, you know, when we're, how we're separated from um, people, places and things because of COVID, right? right. And that's what we're saying. So I was tapping into like the feeling of hugging my father, but then I was tapping into the feeling of hugging my mother and I was feeling more indifferent about it. So like what you were saying, it really brought up for me and hit home for me about like the densities of people and, and how we're like, we get to choose like who, who feels good to spend more time with and who to get really close with. And then who were like, okay, well, I understand you see the reality through your eyes and that's different and that's fine. It's just not really in alignment, not really where I want to hang out a lot of the time. <laughs> not necessarily that it has to affect me, but I get to choose. Am I around the people that are going to help me with my next up level or, am, you know, the density thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go into the mud anymore and live there. So I was really real to that experience as you were sharing uh, about your son and your um, mother. So thanks for letting me go there yeah. as well. You're welcome. Anything yeah. to bring you back from the edge, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been amazing, guys. One more time, I just want to give Sarah an opportunity to drop her little linky-poo here um, for her um, workshop. It's going to be fantastic, obviously. And she'll be in the comments, you guys, to like answer you with like a proper, you know, question. So if you guys have questions, but I do want to let her go to bed because she is fading fast. <laughs> it's not fair to make somebody sit there in their stupor of exhaustion. Um, but you have been an amazing guest. And thank you so much for being a good sport and going down the rabbit hole with me because I know that that's not easy to do when you are awake, let alone when you're barely <laughs> lucid. So Thank you so much for that, Sarah. Thanks, Amy. It's been really fun. It's been super fun. And we'll have to chat when you have some rest and you've got a little bit more color in your face and all that. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank all you. Right, Thanks, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye.
So that'll do it for another edition of Wednesday Wisdom, you guys. Is Sarah not amazing? I just think her energy is amazing. I had to have her on the show. Now you know why. So that being said, tune in next week for another awesome guest. I will be interviewing... I know it was amazing, right, Sheena? Such a good conversation. And if you guys are enjoying Wednesday Wisdom, which will soon be called the Dream Design Podcast, um, please let us know, share it, tell everybody about it, you know, um, make sure that you're following this page so that you don't miss a thing. And that being said, I will be back next week with another awesome guest. May you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and of course, May you be at peace. Namaste.